Episode 45 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through either our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting Dash Balls, or on the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can now find us on Spotify. Search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic, 2020-21 Champions League and Europa League preview. John Jeffrey run the rule over the top European competitions this season. John, what's happening with Liverpool, brother? Man, the Colossus has fallen. Man, got wa- you got washed seven to two as we were a- after we went off the air of last episode. You got absolutely hammered. What the fuck, dude? Uh, that it that was a freak. It was a freak game. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. It was just anything that could ha- went go wrong will go wrong. We were let let's not mince words. Salah aside, we were terrible against Villa. We were appalling. We stunk the place out. You got you know hammered. And everything that could go wrong did go wrong. You know you had. Um, I know Adrian made a mistake for the first goal, but you look at it. Villa had three goals which deflected widely, wildly, which we could have done nothing about. But they earned their luck. Let's not quote. Ollie Watkins, brilliant, absolutely through us. John McGinn, lovely controlled midfield. Jack Grealish, absolutely murdered Trent Downing. Trent had no protection at all. But then we come to yesterday, which was, if anything, slightly more depressing. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I, I got some issues, so I want to hear you rant first. <laughs> well, I can take offside decisions, even if both of them, well, both of them look absolute bullshit. Um, you know, particularly the offside for the 90th minute winner. That, from the pictures you could see on the pitch, and remember, VAR does not go to an exact frame. It can only go to within a couple of frames. It was what part of Sadio Mane was offside. You know, no one, unless they were sat in the Gladys Street end there in a blue shirt and they were using on the end of the VAR, David Coote, you bastard, you. Not not that you're (laughs) bitter or anything. Not that I'm bitter. Not that I'm bitter. You need to have an expression. You know, the sports over here which use instant replay, rugby, cricket, you get to hear what advice the video referee gives out. 
Why are we not doing that with football in this case? And the more the worst decision for me was the decision not to review Jordan Pickford's challenge on Van Dyke. Um, they, I, I believe it, the offside, fair enough. If Van Dyke is offside by a shirt's length, whatever the rules are, hold your hands up, fine. But you cannot tell me that a challenge that, that Jordan Pickford put in on Van Dyke, lunging in knee high, what is a keeper doing doing that anyway? You can punch that ball. You can go through the man and you will get away with it. But why are you going in at knee height? And you look at the result. Virgil van Dijk out for the season. That, if you know, potentially a keeper flying in, not in control. That can be a career ender. Yeah, I um, yeah that 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 was not a good challenge whatsoever, and I, I am really shocked that Pickford did not get at least booked for that. You know, if nothing else. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm surprised Michael Oliver. I usually he is probably the best referee the Premiership has at the minute. Maybe he didn't have a good line of sight. Maybe he thought a fair challenge, but the video referee David Coop there should be saying. You need to go and have another look at that because that could, that is a red card offence. It's you know I don't know what the red you know whether Pickford meant it or not isn't particularly relevant. There is footage he put in a similar challenge on Deli Ali uh, a couple of years ago. You know, but Deli Ali managed to dodge it. Van Dyke didn't have the room or you know the space. To, he could see it coming, but he couldn't get out the way. And but, you know, Van Dijk is gone for the season. And, you know, he's kind of 30. Is he going to be the same again? We don't know. It's, it is a dereliction of player safety. I, and that's what matters to me, you know. Yeah. Lewis Dunk today, similar challenge in the opposition area, was rightly, uh, you know, straight red card. But I do not understand why the video referee didn't at least ask Michael Oliver to go in and have another look at that. Yeah, that 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 makes no damn sense at all, and I, I I also think that 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 was not that was a bad offside call. There there was no way that goal was offside. No, either. not and not. That, yeah, so I, I do think that they were take that that got taken away. A, you know, a, a victory was taken away there uh, unfairly. Um, yeah, as far as I, I, oh, go ahead. No, no I gotta say, I, I say um, it was a sort of performance you wanted after the Villa game. It was. You know, we were pretty dominant all game. The, our midfield gave their midfield the run around. Henderson and, oh, my God, Thiago. You know, he is so beautiful to watch as a football. Everything is just that half second quicker because he's there. He, you know, he can read. He's reading the game half second ahead of everyone else. It's wonderful to watch. But for Everton, uh, you know, maybe they're a bit dirty, but they're a side of scrappers now. And, you know, they deserve to be top of the table with that. Because they have a resilience there now that they haven't had in previous years. Yeah, and you know, again, the fact that Everton are still top of the table uh, week five of the Premier League, a uh, bit of a shocker, if I'm honest. Yeah, um, I, I think what we're seeing at the moment is that um, the, the curtailed pre-seasons haven't allowed the usual sort of preparations for the clubs you'd expect to be at the top as well they haven't quite got themselves together yet. Um, so, so again, 
and we'll come on to this later that we're seeing this sort of thing around Europe as well with strange results. Um, you know, we, what do we see? Liverpool losing 7-2, um, City <laughs> losing heavily at home to Leicester. Uh, sorry, United losing heavily at home to Leicester. Well, City no, well losing. losing heavily at home to Spurs. Yeah, yeah sorry. The, yeah, yeah, Leicester, it was City at Leicester. Yeah, it was 4-1 to um, Leicester, 6-1 to Spurs. You're yeah. going to see a lot of results because um, the defenses just haven't got that communication there at the minute i don't think right and you know now we had you know you know um manchester city took a sh- shock loss already and then drew with leeds leeds totally deserved that point and then yep. you know uh, it, you know I, I i'm not even mad about the result uh with arsenal yesterday because you know it that was it was a one nil it, it was a yeah. one nil in what was a a very drab game, if I'm honest. Uh, Arsenal seemed the better side, honestly, bar the goal. Yeah, I I thought City, you know, they pass it around. Now, so it's always going to look good, but I think it's sort of a nice, it's a reality check to Arsenal where they are. It's they they can contain sides brilliantly, but you know, for all the fact you've got um, Aubameyang up front. It's getting the ball to him against the better sides, getting him into a position where he can do damage against the good sides. Yeah, and, and, they... and we had a few good chances. It just, you know, came to nothing. Um, I, I really, I really question not putting. I, I can see Thomas Partey starting on the bench because he hasn't really had the time to practice with the squad yet. But why are you putting him yeah. on at the 82nd minute and hoping for something? I, that, hey. that, that infuriates me. You know, when it, it infuriated me when Arsene Wenger would do this too, putting subs on at the 80th minute. What the hell do you think you're going to do? And then, and then people wonder, well, well, Lucas Podolski never amounted for anything. Yeah, because he gets 10 minutes of game time if he ever features, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I think with Party, it's a case of he gets experience there. And, you know, you the commentators will all get to make their Wayne's World Bill and Ted type jokes, you know? <laughs> Yeah, th- th- there is that. Um, I am going to note one thing about about uh, the the City Arsenal match, which is City should have been taken down to ten men after. And I don't know her name, but the 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 lines Aguero. woman when Aguero yeah. just puts his hands all over her, he should have been sent off for that. It's I I was always I always thought no matter what the circumstance, if you put your hands on an official. It's a red card, yeah. Yeah, it, it should be, but it's never in force, and it's uh, it, it's ridiculous. Let's ask this question though: Would Aguero have done that to a male lines person? Well, you know, I, that, 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 I saw that question asked on Twitter a lot, and the answer is yeah. probably not. But then again, I saw a lot of pictures of the likes of Paul Pogba, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, all putting their hands on on male officials too. So. Hard to say. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry? It depends on circumstances, obviously. But, you know, the, I I didn't see that. You're in the middle of a game. I didn't don't see that. You know, end of a game, maybe, you know, you go, hi, ref, thank you very much. Good game, whatever. But, no, that that was, it was, it was the worst kind of male behavior, let's face it. Yeah, it, it was. And, you know, given who, you know, one of Aguero's biggest influences in life is, uh, you know, I- indeed an in-law, shall we say, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, that 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 really really should not have gone uh, un uh, unpunished. No, there there at least at least needs to be words had by the actual match official there. Yeah, or or his manager for that matter. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it needs condemning. Uh, strongest possible terms. It's, yeah, that, that, yeah. No, that's, no, that's bullshit. It, it, it's bullshit, is what it is. You yeah, want you... to encourage more, say, more women in the game to get into these professions. You look at role models, and you see that they're still being treated a little patronizingly there at best. Mm-hmm. And I'm here. Yeah, fuck but no, that. no, that's it's unacceptable. It's. It needs to be condemned by officially by someone here. It's, you know, it's at least an apology, sure. Yeah, but it but is it even going to be addressed at all? Uh, doubt it. <laughs> Do I see? I don't see that happening. Oh no, not not, not by pun. Not by. The, I'm sorry. The English pundits are the are some of the worst in the, of the bunch. But you know what? In fairness, I didn't see the NBC pundits say anything either, and they are and they have you know Rebecca Lowe hosting that show, so you know. Yeah, I, I don't know how much they saw of it because obviously I didn't have the NBC feed. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all this being said, uh, let's give some credit words due to Aston Villa. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, from zeros to heroes here. Let's, right. Because, <laughs> yep, the, uh, you know, they have thoroughly deserved to be where they are because then they're not they're not letting many goals in only to Liverpool. And, and you know, it's like at Leicester, they're finding ways to win. Yeah, I know, right? It, it's, yeah, my dad is really, really happy right now, it has to be said. Doesn't matter the style. And, you know, the Liverpool match, that was style. But, oh, it, it's, it's kind of nice to see, given what Villa fans have been in through over the past, you know, four or five years. You know, they've fallen well away. And now it's it's kind of... They can stop worrying about the uh, about the relegation zone, can't they? <laughs> for the moment. Yeah, for the at least for the moment. I mean, hell, they're they're in second place right now, uh, only one point behind uh, Everton, and with a game in hand. Yeah, four for four. You cannot fault it. They've done really good business this summer. But yeah, I, but I, yeah, has... yeah. You know, what? yeah. Let's talk about their business because I, I really think that maybe the the most un, uh, unsung acquisition they've had was you know arsenal's emiliano martinez oh a, a very very good keeper as was proven last year when uh when is it burnt was out yeah when Baron um, was out yeah yeah he did a really good job filling in here and dean smith came in clearly had a, a plan to fit him into the system just you know he didn't it, it's not as if he just went out and bought a random keeper like, you know, say Chelsea splashed out on Kepa when we bought Allison. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, an, an absolute snip as well. <laughs> you know, I, I you, think that that maybe end up being one of those choices that we're going to end up regretting. Yeah, I, I, I don't get me wrong. Burton Leonard is not a bad keeper by any stretch of the imagination. But. Mm, yeah, but. Is he's better, <laughs> you know. It's a question you need to ask at the minute. Yeah, no, 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 no it, it totally is. Um, how does the yeah? Um, bleh, I'm I'm kind of losing my mind here a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a weekend of a lot of draws. Um, how, how does Chelsea? How does Chelsea let that Southampton game get away with them? 
<laughs> I think we're going to come to another club far more, far more, uh, have to put it dear to your heart afterwards. But they, yeah, I mean, the pleasing thing for Chelsea, Timo Werner looked sharp, absolutely brilliant yesterday. He, he roasted that Southampton defence in and out, pace on yeah. that. And Kai Havertz had a good game as well, obviously, with the goal on top. So, you know, it's encouraging for Chelsea that they're getting the referral um, draw there. But Kepa backing goals for them <laughs> to link back to the previous one um, because of because they, uh, the new guy's injured. Yeah, he, right. He's shot. He, uh, you know, what you know, what's Kepa's time at Chelsea going to be remembered for? It's it's going to be remembered for the for him throwing a paddy during the a penalty shootout mm-hmm. when the <laughs> uh, undermining his manager, and then it and you know and he makes so many mistakes. Yeah, he was benched at one point, lest we forget. And he was rightly benched because he—he's prone to have no. He's almost English already for the number of mistakes he makes as a keeper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! (laughs) But yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay, you, you know, we can talk Southampton. One of the underrated jobs in the Premiership is Ralph Hasenhutl because, you know, he brought them back from that, what's it, that 9-0 at home against Leicester. Mm-hmm. And they are a tough side to play. And, you know, Danny Ings, he's getting so much out of Danny Ings. And I'm really glad to see that after the injuries he had at Liverpool because he's playing like a dream. He's, again, scoring for fun. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. And that... And plus, you know, again, as I reiterate from last episode, I love that 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 River Plate esque away kit that that Southampton have this season. Oh yes, you you, you got you, you gotta love it. It, it you, just you looks can't. so smart, you know. Yeah, they deserve that point for the kit, don't they? Like, let's not be rambushing. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Last, uh, let, let, let's keeping it to the, the British Isles for a minute. Uh, Spurs, of course, you know, did not have a good day today on the pitch uh, well, at, at home um, in, in the men's league because they threw away a 3-0 lead to, to West Ham, who were astonishingly, looking astonishingly competent again, somehow. Let, let's, let us say a 3-0 lead in the 81st minute. You know, even Liverpool against Crystal Palace, you know, all those years ago, did not leave it that late to blow a three 0 lead. Yeah, um, yeah. Spurs scored all their all their goals in the first fifteen or so minutes. Uh, West Ham scored theirs in the last ten, including stoppage. Yeah, um, and Spurs had looked absolutely in control right up to that point. You know, I I was so looking forward to coming on here and, and having a few more words about David Moyes, but no, God damn it. <laughs> they suddenly became competent. How hey, dare they? Hey, you know what? Uh, that that's cool. I, I I don't mind. I mean, again, let, let let's <laughs> let's not uh, you know. Again, first of all, this was Spurs, so you know whatevs. Yes. But you know, also, you know, be good. More good teams in the league means a better league. You Absolutely. Know? So, and so I think fine. again, the disruption the disruption to the preseason. I think that you know, at least at least before the sheer number of games is going to take its toll on teams. I think as time goes on over the season, to be sadly and romantic. But right now, for the first you know, for the first three four months of the season, 
I think we're going to see a lot of fun results coming up in every single league here. Yeah, but let's uh, not forget uh, what what else uh, Tottenham had to deal with today over on the women's side because it was the women's <laughs> edition of the North London Derby, and uh, yeah, uh, Arsenal washed them six one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Vivian Medema is, if I'm not mistaken, the all-time leading scorer in the WSL now. I believe she is. Yes. So, uh, so congratulations yeah. to Vivian Miedema. Um Now, mm-hmm. mind you, uh, Alex Morgan has yet to actually debut. I know um, for 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 Spurs women, which I I thought was rather interesting. Can you imagine her sitting there and going? You, you can see her going to her agent. Made a mistake. Get me out of here. <laughs> Jesus, saying Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out why this might be. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, is she still committed to her W to to her uh, NWSL club, perhaps? Um, I don't know. Let me have a look. Let's I mean, see if I can. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, re- regardless, Arsenal women, um, you know, six one in the in the uh, women's edition of the North London Derby. Uh, Everton up towards the top of the table in the in the WSL as well in the women's Super League. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we got that action going on. Chelsea women, uh, they still have a game in hand, but boy, I thought that they were going to be running away with this league for, for all the talk, and yet that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, oh, apparently Alex Morgan, just having a look here, Alex Morgan uh, just said a small setback, so I assume it's a minor injury here. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, then. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I I like her on the U.S. Women's National Team. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, uh, Alex, you you made the wrong choice here. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you you made the wrong choice. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. More beautiful on the other side, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, uh, <laughs> which which okay, and then uh, lastly in the British Isles, uh, the first Old Firm Derby of the season has taken place. Now, mind you. Apparently, Celtic is no longer even calling this the Old Firm Derby. They're calling it the Glasgow Derby. Because, I mean, we, we can make the, the, the assertion that the, the, the one half of the Old Firm doesn't actually exist anymore. <laughs> because, you know, yeah. re- regardless, they lost, Celtic lost 2-0 at home to, to the hated Rangers, no matter who owns them or, or how old this club actually is. Um, I will point out that the goal scorer, the neither of the the, the person who scored ni- neither of the two goals was Alfredo Morales once again. No, it was both uh, Connor Golton, the def- the defender from yes. obviously from pieces. But that's a fairly significant move, I think, for Rangers. Um, have, have they actually beaten Celtic um, at Parkhead since that since they reformed? I'm not sure they have. Uh. I oh, actually oh. don't know the answer to that. Uh, here, let me let me let me check that out. But, okay. certain, but w- w- was it uh, was it undeserved by 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 Rangers? No, I don't think it was in this instance. Not at all. Um, yeah, what what can I say? Super Stevie Gerrard. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, Scottish Premiership, and obviously now Rangers on top um, with <laughs> having played a game more. Four points clear, though. Yeah. Um, it, you, the answer to your question, yes, on the 29th of December, uh, 
uh, yeah, Rangers beat uh, Celtic at Parkhead two one in the in the Premiership. Ah. So yes, they have. Yeah, and and the one thing I'll say about this Rangers, they're not letting in goals. That you know, what are we? You know, you what eleven games into the season, uh, and they've let in three goals. That's really very good. It, it is. And I agree. They're top scorers. So, you know, again, I, 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 I obviously prefer Celtic, uh, but you know what? Again, I have no illusions here about the job that Neil Lennon is able to do. And uh, yeah, Rangers maybe actually maybe deserve. I mean, they definitely deserve this win. Do they deserve to be in first? Eh, maybe. It's a long way to go yet. Well, that much is true. Um, you know. Unless, you know, of course, the, the, the second wave of COVID that we keep hearing about hits. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's, let's, talk some other, uh, let's talk some other leagues. The uh, Milan Derby was yesterday, and uh, sadly, Inter got Zlatan. Yeah, Zlatan with two early goals, and Inter not... But, you know, it, what a hell of a time. Let, let's talk about the team in second here. Milan top with that win. Sassuolo in second after coming Viva back. Viva Sassuolo because he the, Sassuolo has one of my favorite unsung unsung players in all of football, and he he opened up the scoring for Sassuolo this morning. Uh, Domenico Berardi. Uh, yes, I mean no, I I, I yeah I, I I I have been a fan of Domenico Berardi ever since. Uh, while playing at Sassuolo on loan from Juve before he made that that move permanent, um, he single-handedly got uh, uh, Massimiliano Allegri fired from AC Milan by beating by scoring four goals against AC. <laughs> Brilliant! Yeah, yeah. They were three-one down after an hour as well, and they came back to win four-three. What a what a weekend for them! Yeah. I mean, you, you can't argue with that one. I mean, that, that's only four. They're only four matches in. Uh, Atalanta got washed oh, by Napoli. Yeah. yeah, you messed with me half time. It was just like, I know it's Atalanta and they could still come back here, but my <laughs> God. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that wasn't good. But yet they're still uh, just above Napoli. Um, Juve could only, could only draw... Uh, Crotone. Now, Crotone. L- l- now l- l- let's talk about that uh, because, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo and Weston McKenney both tested positive for coronavirus. So, yeah, so we're not there. And Juve, to be fair, they turned up again, so you can't fault them for that, can you? <laughs> you know? Well, you can, got- but at the same time, for all the garbage that, you know, so now Napoli... Yeah, Napoli got docked a point. Yeah, and we're given a three, you know, a three nil forfeit win. I I still think that that ought to be reviewable. Oh, that no, that's bullshit. That 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 is one of the worst calls of the season. It you know, it's a big game. It should not be decided that way. Not when Napoli did not have a choice about not traveling. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if Juve were in the same situation, were they going to accept that punishment? Or was Syria A going to, you know, change the rules? I, I think we all know what the answer to that one is. Oh, don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all? 
because, uh, yeah. because you know what, what? Why should they do any favors for you know nineteenth place Crotone? You know, <laughs> never gonna happen. Yeah, no, never. No, so that 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 was bullshit. No, no. Should we should we talk Spain? Should we talk? Well, no. Well, hold on. Wait. In in, in okay. Italy, as we speak. Yeah. In yeah. In, in Italy, I, I'm going to note uh, the the one of the one of the uh, the the final results of this weekend in Italy. Uh, Roma five, Benevento two. Benevento, a promoted side. Um, have you seen Benevento's badge? I'm going to have a look at it now. You you need to see this badge. Okay. <laughs> All right, I, 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 we're gonna wait. Yeah, B E N E V E N T O. You, you need to look uh, at this okay. badge. Uh, Stand by, listen. This is gonna be entertaining yeah. when, when John actually sees this. <laughs> is that for you know? Is that for Juan Sebastian Veronde, the little witch? <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah. So Benevento, Benevento's badge is looks like you know a regular you know a regular shield type badge with a uh, with yellow and red stripes. And, uh, and smack in the middle is a flying witch on a broom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's yeah. So they they they've got to change that for Halloween or something. Check <laughs> already. Yeah, that, yeah. You know what? That badge, that badge slaps. I love that badge. I, I'm, I'm down with this. I, oh man, yeah, yeah. We're, we're behind Benevento all the way. I think. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I'm still crushing hard on Enter, but you know. Oh yeah. Well, well, they'll be there or thereabouts. But we'll let's have our fun early, early season. Yeah. It, well, exactly. All right. Yeah. Let's go to Spain because, um, holy crap, Spain. Yeah. Two things. Both, both yesterday, Barca and Madrid did two things yesterday. They both wore pink kits, and they both lost one nil. Oh my goodness! Barca lost away to one of another team we were kind of crushing on last season, Hitafe. Oh, that is not an easy game. Um, you know, Hitafe were were unlucky not you know not to get the Champions League last year because they they were there right to the end. But, but also, let's talk about Real Madrid. Uh, 1-0 at home to promoted Cadiz. And it was not undeserved. Um, that first half, Cadiz gave Real Madrid a lesson. I, I'm not sure if it's happened before. Half-time, Zidane made four subs. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Because oh, That's right, I forgot, because the rest of Europe actually still has five subs. Yeah, the, the Premier League is its usual douchebag self. Yeah, because they are an ass. Yeah, but you know it's they you know Cadiz played as the away side. You know they they played counter attacking. They they didn't really let Madrid near the goal. They had first half they they could have been further ahead. Um, they could have been out of sight by half time. It was fun to watch, shall we say? Uh yeah, uh, do, do you know who was the man of the match for uh for for Cadiz? I don't. Go ahead. Uh, that would be uh former Manchester City player, uh, Alvaro Negredo. Remember him? I I, I remember Negredo. Very good player. <laughs> yeah. 
he, he so, bounced yeah. around after after City. He, he, he you know, he, he's bounced around a lot. You know, came up through Royal Vallecano, went to Real for a little bit. Alma, spots hmm. in Almeria, Sevilla, um, Manchester City, Valencia, Middlesbrough. Oh, that yeah, that that's a strange destination given uh, where they are. Besiktas and Al Nasir, but now he's at Cadiz. And, and yeah, it and worked out. And join a win at the Bernabeu. I cannot fault that. Uh, Love it. Also significant yesterday? Yeah. Uh, Atletico Madrid beat uh, Celta de Vigo 2-0 uh, away. Um, Cholos, 200th victory in La Liga. Wow. You can't fault that. Not in the current circumstances. No, not at all. So yeah, that, and uh, yeah, Luis Suarez and Yannick Carrasco uh, with the goals there. Yeah, and uh, I, I know Real have a game in hand, but for the moment, let's enjoy the other Real being one of the other Reals being at the top table. Sociedad of uh, currently top of the table, three wins out of six. Hey, Can't, big up Real Sociedad. Tied with Villarreal, uh, Real Madrid, of course, they're in third. Hetafe in third, also with a game in hand. Yeah, come on, Hetafe. And then <laughs> uh, you know, Atleti and Barca in Sevilla all have uh, all have two games in hand at the moment. Yeah, but but let's not say it's Cadiz and Granada are also on those ten points there. Yeah, Gr- <laughs> yeah, Granada Just... doing well. Yeah, I, I, again, we all know it's early season yet, but you know, it's uh, yeah, I love, I love, I love some of these early season uh, results. Like, how about? Um, oh wait, Germany. Never mind. Ha ha. Yeah, you, yeah. He, he, here's your top four in Germany: Leipzig, Bayern, Dortmund, and Eintracht Frankfurt. Boring. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it's German efficiency, my friend. That's all you can say. Yeah, they, they just they just cut to the they just cut to the the mid season chase here, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They they somehow managed to get their preseasons done done and fine, and they're all in. Apart from one result for buying there, they're all in this kind of form you'd expect. Yeah. Well, Dortmund too. Remember Dortmund lost. Oh yes, of course. So uh, yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, congratulations to Shaka 04 finally getting a a point today. <laughs> Whoa! No way. Yeah, they, they, yeah, in a in a one-one draw with Union Berlin today. Union must be gutted. But that's okay because you know why the 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 uh, the the, uh, the 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 derby with Dortmund is next week. You know, shouldn't be you know anything too too hard for Dortmund. <laughs> Tasty. Oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, Germany. Uh, yeah, Germany is somehow becoming the predictable league all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, unlike, unlike last year. Yeah. Like, well, hey, we, we we got Italy, we got Spain, we we got them bringing up the uh, bringing up the rear on that one. Yeah, you know, the other leagues are taking turns to have their fun this year, and even the Premier League. So you know, it's all good. Yeah, the Premier. Yeah, I mean, a lot of we got a lot of these. We got a lot of weird results going so far. And it's what you know. Despite the fact I know we we sport two of the supposedly better clubs in the league, you love to see it. It's what you want in football. And also shout out to my boys Newport County. Won the win over Tramia yesterday, back up to second in the second division. And to complete your family stuff, my wife's good team Ipswich 
are up on top of that of division one there as well so, so, so it's all good for us so league two and league one league two and league one yeah yeah which are not the yeah not not, not they, those are so quite mean what they what they should be but <laughs> yeah. yeah well I, i'm gonna give a shout out to a team i support because they're actually going to be on tv tomorrow oh yeah saint Pauli. Oh, against Nuremberg, they are the the match. The, they are the the Sveita Bundesliga match of the week on ESPN Plus. Oh man! So yeah, I'll, oh, I'll definitely be turning my TV on for that one. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna watch that over Leeds and and, and Wolves actually. Well, see that that again, another great game in prospect. There, look at the managers, the way they play the game. Yeah, well, but I mean, hey, how often do I get to see St. Pauli on TV? I'm guessing once a season tops is what I usually yeah, say. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, this will be the second time, so I'm I'm going to live this one up, you know? <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I think we we, we more or less covered the, the major COVID uh, story so far. Yeah, the, the, uh, although, again, I, we all know that we're going to keep talking about COVID in football, and we all know that the leagues are going to keep fucking this up. Yeah, it ain't going away, and they're doing a you know, well, they're doing a good job of containing it right now. But I I can't see it lasting the season. I really can't. It's yeah. It's, I mean, it, even though there 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 are limited fans in Germany right now, I don't know about uh, Italy. They still haven't let them back in. Nope. Uh, I don't know about Spain because I don't think I've actually watched a Spanish game yet. Don't think they have yet. No, um, I think Spain Spain had a lockdown back on, or certainly some local lockdowns. I th- oh yeah, in Madrid, yeah, I think in Madrid they did uh, go back to lockdown. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I think I've got a friend who's in Barcelona, and I think I'm sure he was lo- back down in lockdown as well. So yeah, yeah, shit, shit's wicked out there, folks. It's, yeah, yeah, stay well. What, yeah, by, you know, and by the time we have another episode. Uh, by the, by the time uh, next episode comes around, we may be in complete fascism. So you know, <laughs> oh, good God, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Looking at that, dear Lord, yeah, you, you, you know, with the, with the with the you know, shall we say, the Supreme Court uh, idiocy right now. You know, you're one step close to the Handmaid's Tale. So you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we are. Yeah, it, it, yeah, everything is awful. Yeah, let's 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 hope for you know let's hope for the big result going the right way. Yeah, indeed. So, anyway, with that being said, today's topic: the tw- 2020-21 Champions League and Europa League previews. John and Jeffrey run the rule over the top European competitions this season. Please stay tuned. Take from me, 
Cause you took your time You ain't got it like that You ain't got it like that What did you think You would take from me Cause you took your time You ain't got it like that You ain't got it like that And we're back with the second half of the best episode 45 of the Busting Balls podcast. The topic for the second half, the 2020 and 21 Euro Europa League and Champions League groups. Yes, I'm putting them in the order of most importance to least importance there. John and Jeffrey <laughs> run the rule over the groups and, as usual, fail to predict who will win. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, we have, because we have absolutely no idea... Who's actually going to win this thing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let, let's, before we start, let, let's make a point that if games cannot take place, the side that cannot play due to whatever COVID will forfeit. So, it which, which, be... which is some horse shit, I think. Absolutely. It, it's, I know it's not easy. Do, do you want to go for the Europa or the uh, or the Champions League first? Uh, let's do Europa because Europa, you know, gets, gets, Degraded and denigrated and, and never gets any love. So, um, yeah. as my friend Michael points out, it is the better, more interesting competition. <laughs> Screw the Millionaires Club. We're, we're down. <laughs> we're down in the pub with Europa League, baby. Uh, so, yeah. And of course, uh, this year's final, um, you know, it, it's one of those weird situations. I don't know where the Champions League final is, but I, I know. For sure, where the Europa League final is because of you know um, certain certain uh, familial relations that I have, um, but the uh, the Europa League final this year will be in Gdansk. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, twenty twenty one. It will be in the Ataturk Olympic Stadium in Istanbul. Oh so, my goodness! Yeah, the, wow, we, we, that's we, wild. I, I would say before yesterday that we've got some good memories that we're going back, but mm, don't know about that now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, to 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 uh, yeah, the the Europe, yeah, both the Champions and Europa League uh, finals happening in uh, in uh, virtual dictatorships. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, <laughs> you know, what what more twenty twenty you know twenty one could there be? <laughs> yeah. But that being said, let's uh, let's get on with this. Group A in Europa League, we have Roma, uh, young boys from Switzerland, uh, Cluj, still kicking in there, and Siska Sofia. So yeah, it, that that it is one of the most interesting groups in there, I would say. It you know because Cluj have a lot of European experience here. Um, at, at this point, yes, and so do young boys. But I mean, the, their European experience is mostly losing. Yes, they, I don't. I, they, I think they're going to be the bottom of the group there. But you know, you, the stranger things have happened. Particularly in these times, yeah, um, uh, yeah, Cluj can can surprise people. So uh, my picks to come out of the group are going to be Roma and Cluj, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah, I, th- I think Cluj might just, you know, they might have this a ding dong battle there with uh, with Siskar Sophia, but yeah, I, I don't see past Roma and Cluj either. So sadly, we're going to be dull, and we're going to agree on the first one. Okay. Okay. Okay, Group B. Okay, let, let's put this in order of the interesting teams here. Dundalk. Yeah, Dundalk. Wow. The first, the first Irish team to make the group stages 
of either the Champions League or the Europa League. What a time to make it. Wow. Monza, Rapid Vienna, or Vienna, and some minor club from North London. That are, you know, some, some new guys. Are they any good, you reckon? Oh, they, they yeah, they're, they're kind of okay. Yeah, the, the, the Arsenal, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Back down in Europa because, you know, we, we did win the FA Cup despite uh, finishing eighth. Yeah, yeah. And fuck you, Unai Emery. Fuck you very much. And yeah, let's, let's not uh, beat around the bush. You're going to be missing the most important man, the most important gooner of them all. Gunasaurus won't be. Won't, oh, won't be yeah. We didn't talk about that, did we? Yeah, oh. Okay. Now, I, I will point out that I have seen some reports that once crowds are allowed back in, uh, Gunnersaurus will come back. I have seen yeah. some reports about that. But even so, it's it's a damn shame. Yeah. Look, look furlough him, for God's sake. And um, for all the meta Ertel situation, he immediately stepped in to offer to pay the guy's wages. What I cannot fault meta Ertel for that. Mesut Ozil is still the best, yeah, one of the, the best people on that club even if he's not getting played which i still think is a also a travesty but yeah he, he's the most talented player on the books like you know, you know I, I, again the the, the legacy of unai emery right there <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's buying a player and not knowing what to do with him but anyway group uh, b group b uh arsenal has to come out of that group but yeah, I, I don't see it not happening but as for the other one you know, I you know I I'm gonna say Molda. It's it's tough to bet. I, sad as it is, I you know Dundalk have absolutely no experience at this you know at this stage of European football, and you know, they get into you know to experience this for the first time. So I'm I'm glad of that for them. But if they get draws here, it's going to be an absolute triumph for them. Um. So, but Molda and Rapid Vienna. I'm just going to say Rapid Vienna for that because you know you went Muller. <laughs> you know we're not going to. Okay. But yeah, I think it's it's a close one. Okay. So. Okay. Group C. Bayer Leverkusen, the the German stalwarts, Slavia Praha. That's an wow. interesting one. As is Hapoel Beersheba, the the Israeli club, have made it in, but mm-hmm. also Nice. So, you know, I, I no disrespect to either Slavia Praha or Hapoel Beersheba, but you do know who Nice's manager is, right? Nice's manager. I'll check that because it will be it will be one Patrick Vieira. So you know what? Oh, yeah. I, I I love me some Patrick Vieira. So yeah, Bayer Leverkusen and Nice come out of the group. Yeah. I, I think in in that order as well. Again, if. If Slavia Praha and Hapoel Shiva take points off Leverkusen on these, they're doing well. Yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree. Sure. Yep. Okay, so we're on to Group D here. Okay, we have Benfica, Lech Poznan, Standard Liège, and the Scottish League leaders, Rangers. Hmm. Well, Benfica, I think, definitely will come out. Yeah, I, I think they, they are by far the best side in that group. Um, 
Rangers might have progressed under Gerard, but they're still they're still not good enough to go and beat Benfica home and away. Well, but they did. You know what? They did progress last season out of the out of the group stage too. But yeah. I also think that standard Liege or, or, or Liege or however you pronounce that are, are are of a better <clears throat> standard than uh, than Rangers are. So uh, and Lech Poznan, yeah, I'm sorry, I Polish football is not the greatest, unfortunately. No, and I mean Lech Poznan are more known for a a a dance in the stands than they are. I was going to say for the for the quality of their football. So yeah, if you don't know it, yeah. So yeah, Benfica and standard for me. I, I I think Rangers will sneak it despite standard being. Again, a better European side than they had in the group last year. Okay, so uh, you want to take Group E? Group E. Uh, PSV Eindhoven. Uh, Pauk Thessalonica. Pauk, I think. They... Pauk. Uh, uh, no, an actual Greek person pronounced it right. Pauk to me. So. All right. Okay. Uh, no. Granada and Ammonia Nicosia. Of, of Cyprus. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. Not, not to get too insane in the membrane, but uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but yeah, the, the fact that we have two groups that uh, are relatively two teams that are relatively close to each other and maybe you know occasionally will encounter each other, um, uh, in Pauk and in Ammonia. Uh, that said, boy, uh. You know, I I, I I think it's going to be PSV and Granada. I could be wrong, but I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be PSV and, and Granada. Again, are, are the are the is the Cypriot league up and running again? I don't know that it is. Um, I don't know either, to be honest. Because um, you know, if if they, if the the one thing to not to is that if these leagues are not up and running, it's going to cost them. In, cost these teams in terms of fitness and match sharpness um yeah psv i can i can i can see psv uh winning this reasonably com- comfortably um yeah granada you you think of it and uh, of course psv with mario goetze now oh i didn't realize that play scored on his debut yesterday oh goodness me Okay. Okay. So yeah, um, with with a World Cup winner, winning goal scorer here, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I I'd say P, PSV at a reasonably easy Granada, yeah, and I think Pauk will, yeah, and on on Ammonia, um, I, I think they're they the experience really, aren't they? Ah, but, Ammonia have have some experience. I mean, I remember them being in in Europe too, so. Yeah, um, but you know they're not up there with uh, Apoel. Yeah, know. it's actually Granada. I think are going to be the ones that have the inexperience in Europe at this That's point, true. because usually yeah. Granada were were relegation chasers. However, Granada have been playing uh, some some very good football, as we can see in their league standing right now. Yes, and and the fact <laughs> that they made it in shows that they have a a significant, uh, you know, they have a significant improvement in their football and their kits rock. So. I like their kids. <laughs> we're easily pleased, aren't we, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Group F. Gone. Group, 
we have AZ Alkmaar, we have Napoli, who are you know the Champions League stalwarts who have come down this year, Real Sociedad, and I apologize if I mangle this pronunciation, Rijeka. Uh, where are, okay, Rijeka, I'm not familiar with. They no, are. I, where are they from? They are from Croatia. Oh my. Croatian. So I have no idea. I have no ideas about them. Um, have a look. Yeah. They are currently fourth in the Croatian league. Okay. Well, re respectable. Won four and lost two of their first six games. Okay. Uh, Napoli, of course, just got bollocked by COVID. Yeah. So that's uh, that that's that's gonna throw a wrench in things, I think. Um, for me, um, it, 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 if they continue to be haunted by COVID, I think the winners are gonna be Real Sociedad and AZ and AZ Alkmaar. If they if they can stamp it out and 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 get rid of it in, in their own camp, Napoli will win the group. But if not, um, provisionally, uh, it, it depends, you know. It's it's yeah, because whatever we make predictions here, the caveat is if COVID can COVID can hit any of the teams, no matter what the precautions they're taking are. So indeed, yeah, it's it's not it's it's not safe predicting things at the moment. Yeah, but Napoli is you know infamously yeah. the one who is completely bogged by it right now. Uh, although they did play this week, so. You know, the, there is that, but uh, I'm, I'm going to say provisionally Napoli and Real Sociedad. If if COVID continues to to, to harangue Napoli, then uh, Real Sociedad and Alkmaar. Yeah, no, you you look at um, you look at Napoli's squad. You know, you, <laughs> they've still you know they've got um, David Espina still there. Obviously, uh, Kulibali still one of the best defenders in Europe, um, possibly the best defender, obviously, with Virgil out now. Um, Dries Mertens, Fernando Llorente, you'd think that they've got that talent there to see them through. Um, and I, I wouldn't normally call Sociedad as well, but yeah, yeah I've, I've, this, is, this is where I can maybe see an episode. I can maybe see Alkmaar sneaking through here. So I, I'm going to go with Napoli and Alkmaar for the, for the fun of it. Okay. Even though I'd love to see the Spanish league leaders come through as well. <laughs> okay, on to Group G, in which we have Braga, Leicester City, uh, AEK Athens, and Zoya Luhansk from the Ukraine. Ukraine. Yes. Um, you know, it, it, it's really easy to see Leicester... Uh, advancing out of this, uh, then you look at Leicester's form and you 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 have some pause for thought. Um, They're in right now, yeah, yeah. Um, Braga has the best one of the best stadiums on earth. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm not even cutting it. If it wasn't for the Anfield atmosphere, I would be saying the best. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, because of you know because their 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 stadium one whole side of it is a cliff face. <laughs> Oh, it it just oh, it looks beautiful. I I can't fault it. So uh, that being, you know, all things being said, uh, Braga I think will come out. Boy, I don't know about. I, I'm going to say Leicester, but boy, Leicester are shaky at the moment. Yeah, yeah, 
but they 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 did all right last year. Um, I I mean haven't looked up. Luhansk are have not had a good start of the season themselves. You know they've only won one of their first six games. Mm. Um, so much as I'd love to see them cause an upset here, I cannot see that happening. Um, Aek Braga again. They've started. They've started all right. Uh, they, you know, they're fourth, fifth. So you know, I, I, I'm going to say Leicester to come through, and and I do. Yeah, again, because because we're easily pleased. I'm I'm just going to say Braga here, just because they look about right. Okay. So moving on, Group H. Again, I think this is one of the best groups in either competition. Um, okay. We have the second place team in Scotland, mm. uh, Celtic. We have Lille. We have the Italian league leaders, Milan. Oh, sorry, we have Zlatan and ten others. I say. <laughs> hey, wait a minute now, now, now. Donnarumma <laughs> d- d- does does his uh, does his thing too. Oh, I, I know, but you know, come on. Without Zlatan, they are nothing. Without Zlatan, the human race is nothing. Let's not put it on. <laughs> and we have Sparta Prague to finish. Wow. So... Um, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at this. Uh, I'm looking at this, and far be it for me for being a homer on this, but I, I honestly do not see Celtic coming out of this. It is a hell of a group. You have a look at where these teams are in their respective leagues. Because Lille, Milan, and Sparta Prague are all top of the table. Celtic are the odds one out in this group at the minute. Wait, wait, are, are Lille are top in France? Lille are top in France. Oh my goodness. They they have they are unbeaten as well. One five drawn two. Um, and head of PSG who have lost two um, and won five of their first. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I, you know, I'm just going to come out and say I don't think Celtic, even though I, I support Celtic and I, I am usually biased this way, I don't think Celtic are coming out of this group. I'm going, I'm, I'm going Milan and Lille in this. I, I think Celtic. I, I, you know, you know, I think I'm going to go back to what I said this time last year and. I have no particular respect for Neil Lennon's managerial ability at this level. Um, I, he is, he I is mean, not we, clever enough tactically. I mean, we, we all know the story of Celtic in European competition. They dominate in Scotland and at Parkhead, usually. Um, take them out of Scotland and they fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it, it's the old thing they used to say that you know, um, so many foreign sides came to England and Scotland and just crumbled because a the atmosphere and b because of the travel, and it just appears to be working in reverse for Celtic. And I, yeah, I, I, on current form, Celtic uh, Celtic will do well to finish third. To be honest, in given. I know, I know Sparta don't have, you know, as maybe haven't got the com- competitiveness that Celtic now have this season here. And, you know, the, the Czech, Czech League isn't maybe of the highest European standard. I have to look where they rank in relative terms, actually. But, yeah, yeah, I don't see Milan um, 
Milan not going through and Lille having to start the season like on fire. I I don't see where Celtic going to pick up an away result. They they might pick up home results, but they they need to win all their home games to get anywhere near through going through that group. But yeah, I I'm with Milan and Lille all the way. Yeah, I yeah. Sorry, Celtic. I I love you, but I just don't see it happening this year. Sorry, and and frankly, I I have no faith in Neil Lennon as a manager. So, but chew on that. Group I, we have Los Sobrinos Amarillos via Real. We have Carabag, who I, I I whose name gives me some some shivers because uh, I'm still fucking pissed about that whole situation. Uh, with, Quite uh, right. with with with, uh, with the Europa League final in in Azerbaijan, it was a nonsense. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, another Israeli club, Maccabi Tel Aviv, and Sivaspor, a Turkish club. Okay, well, um, I'm having a look, and Sivaspor have started okay in the Turkish league. Um, I don't see Villarreal having too many problems. Again, they've started well. So, yeah, Villarreal... I think they're, they're joint top right now, I believe, in Spain. They are joint top, exactly. So, you you fancy them to go through... Maccabi Tel Aviv. Um, but, well, I, I know they're too early in the Austri- in the Israeli league to have a look at. They, they, I think they're way down the table, but it's not particularly uh, late enough to make any sort of judgment on them. And Karabag, frankly, you know, they, they are dominant in the Azerbaijani league. Um, yeah, if Karabag get the points in in Azerbaijan, I think they're good. So yeah, I'm I'm saying Villarreal and Karabag. Yeah, car- the, the travel is the big thing with the with the distance. You know, is it? Is it's a one of the very few groups I can remember. They're going to have two two games out. Oh, you know, two teams playing who aren't actually technically in Europe, are they? Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, when you think That's, about so, it, yeah, is that the first European game, European group with two teams from outside Europe in it? Well-ish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm trying to work out whether Sivaspor's in the uh, in the Asian part of Turkey. I'll have to have a look at that. Maybe. But I mean, well, I mean, ge- geographically and politically, they may not be, but as far as football is concerned, okay. they are in Europe, so. Absolutely. There, there is, yeah. I'm just talking about the geographic locations. Right. So so, all right, Group J, John. J for John. <laughs> Group J, thank you. Okay, we have Antwerp. We have Lask from oh, yep from the Austrian Bundesliga. We have again one of my favorite names, Ludgoretz. Ludgoretz, yes. And some. Um, Minnows who've got no hope of getting through whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, um... you, you fancy Spurs to go through the way they're scoring goals at the minute. You know, their defense might be a little dubious, but um, yeah. yeah. Other than that, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give the other uh, nod to Ludogorets just out of familiarity because I know not a lot about either Lask or Antwerp. So and, and Lidgretz, um, they're 
they've started going quite well. They they're I think second in their league at the moment. Um, won five of their first eight, so they're on form. Um, so, and yeah, the others are down in fifth and not particularly looking great. So yeah, let's go with Ludgaret. Let yeah, Tottenham and Ludgaret. A, a Tottenham should stroll through the group, but yeah, stranger things have happened. Indeed. Okay. Group K, we start with Siska Moscow, Dinamo Zagreb, Feyenoord, and Wolfsberger, which is not the German team. This is the Austrian team. Because we all recall from last year how disappointed we were that we had Wolfsburg, Wolves, and Wolfsberger, and we did not get a group with all three of them in it. (laughs) Yeah, we oh man, come on. That that was what we were all praying for. <laughs> you know it. Um I it's it's a difficult one to call this. Um, that is. That that actually is. I mean, it's not exactly a group of death, but boy, no, I it, think all four of these are pretty even. Yeah. Wolfsburg, I, again, it's very early in the season for them, but they they have not made the best of starts, so um, I'm gonna. I'm, I I know Zagreb are top of the table, so I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I'll I'll go with Zagreb, Zagreb, and yeah, I I I think just that that travel out to Moscow could could see Feyenoord off. So I'm gonna go for yeah Zagreb and CSK Moscow. Yeah, I'm going to go Siska because they, they, they are now, you know, dyed-in-the-wool European competition uh, competitors and you know, European competitors, and uh, they, 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 they can be rough bastards sometimes. Uh, I am, just for to make things interesting, I am going to go with Feyenoord uh, over Zagreb or Wolfsberger. No, no, that, that's, a, that's reasonable. Cause, again, I, I, I think this is... It's it's a wash, I think. If if one of these teams just gets on a roll, yeah. So, all right, our last group in the Europa League, Group L. Group L. Uh, Billy Bragg did not have an uncle who'd actually played for Kravena Zvezda. For anyone <laughs> who knows the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so Kravena Zvezda, or as as many English fans will know them. A red star. Yeah, not not the cool, not the French team with the cool jerseys. No, no, no. <laughs> Again, that, are, that actually are called red stars. So. Yes, the red star Belgrade of Belgrade. Yes. We have Ghent of Belgium. We have Hoffenheim, who have st- had a mediocre start of the season, and we have Slovan Liberic. Yeah, um, you know, you say that Hoffenheim have had a mediocre start of the season, but one of those was a 4-0 washing of Bayern Munich. I so, know, <laughs> they're up and down, <laughs> but so, you take the result. You know what, yeah, I, and actually I think they overcame, uh, I think they, they did overcome uh, Dortmund, or did they, or no, that's who they beat, That's Dortmund just beat them, never mind, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, that being said, um, you know what? Yeah. Home. Okay. Yeah. Svedzda, they're, 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 uh, they're tough bastards to go through too. I'm going Hoffenheim and Svedzda. Yeah. Um, Ghent, 
I again, they again. You, I talk about mediocre starts. Ghent have, have lost six of their first nine games of the season. Yeah. So and, 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 they, and plus their badge sucks. <laughs> yes, there is that. Again, we're, we're not shallow at all, are we? Never <laughs> <laughs> had decent start of the season. Um, yeah, I, I, I Hoffenheim. Are the, are, you can. Again, they've lost two on the bounce now. Lost, but again, one of them just a one nil loss at home to Dortmund. You you can forgive that. Um, yeah, and Cravena Zvezda. Yeah, they they're a wily old bastard. So yeah, I'm giving it Hoffenheim and Zvezda. Okay, so that's uh, that that's is the Europa League. So let's uh, let's move on now uh, to to the main event. I guess in most people's eyes, that would be Champions League. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, group A. This is a fun group. I like it. Uh, group A is Bayern Munich, the defending champions, Atletico de Madrid, Salzburg, and Lokomotiv Moscow. You you can see goals in this group, can't you? Uh, yeah, just a little. <laughs> just a... I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Salzburg games, I have to admit, particularly. Um, yeah, <laughs> maybe there won't be that many goals in the athletic game, but you know, with Luis Suarez now, of course, and Diego Costa, how many opponents are going to finish the season with 11 men on the pitch with those two? How many times are Athletic going to finish the season with 11 men on the pitch with those two? <laughs> or with their manager on the touchline? <laughs> how long is he spending in the stands this year? <laughs> uh, we love you, Cholo. Never change. Yeah, um, Salzburg make the group fun, but. You, really, do you see past Bayern and Atleti? I, uh, unless I, I, again, I, I sure don't know. I don't see past that. There, there's no, you know, so, again, I'm looking forward to see how Salzburg do, but yeah, they haven't got their goal scorers anymore. They're gonna, it's gonna be fun, but yeah, Atleti and Bayern, and probably Salzburg will go to go to the um, Europa. Okay, that's fair. Uh John, Group B. Group B, um, another fun one, actually, I would say. I'm looking forward to it. We have Borussia Mönchengladbach, who are, who are most famous for, of course, losing two European finals to Liverpool. Uh, Inter of Milan, Internazionale, Real Madrid, and Shakhtar Donetsk. I, I'm so amazed that Shakhtar Donetsk has not played an actual home match in six years. I know it's unreal, and you know they're unbeaten this season as well to start with. It's <laughs> boy, yeah, three wins, three draws. That being said, this is—I uh, don't think you know what. There are several groups of death in the in in this year's Champions League. It has to be said, it's... this might be one of them. Um, yeah. I mean, the the obvious picks would be Real Madrid and Internazionale, especially since you know we I, we are very blatant about the fact we are crushing hard on Inter this mm-hmm. season. Um, I would not be surprised if uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach or uh, you know honestly any four could come out of this group. That's the beauty of it. Um, it, it, it is not assured that Real Madrid is going to top this group. It is not. Not inside. I mean, what? What? Obviously, from from uh, the busting balls point of view, we want Inter here. We want Inter to go through top of the group, thrashing everyone, having fun. Yeah. Um. You know what? Again, I I, I honestly cannot make a pick on this because all four of these teams, 
there are, there are arguments for them going through. Well, the, 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 honestly, the least likely will be Gladbach, admittedly. But I, I would say so. Yeah, because travel out don't you know to to play Shakhtar is the is the wild card factor here. But you know what? I'm not I'm not bitter about Sergio Ramos in that Champions League final at all. You know, still. You know, you know, we're, what we're two two and a half years down the line. I'm still not bitter. So, fuck that. I'm going into and I'm taking Shakhtar. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Yeah. I, 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 I'm pushing on this one. I can't. I can't make a pick. I'm sorry. No problem. No problem. Group C for you then, sir. Group C. We have Porto, a, another perennial contender. Manchester City, who are always a content, a perennial contender, but they never get past the quarterfinals. I'm just going to say, a perennial quarterfinalist is as much as I would yeah. say. Olympiacos <laughs> and Olympique Marseille. The ba- Battle of the Olympiques. Yeah. Um, boy, this, yeah. Is a, this is another... T- it's not a group of death, but it's a tough group. I, I, yeah, Man City are almost assured of walking it. So it's down yeah. to... It's down to the other three. Um, you know, I, I'm going to say Man City and Olympique Marseille. Yeah, yeah, I can say. I, I think the least likely to go through are Olympiacos here. Um, I just don't see them as strong enough against the other three teams. Um, I, I'm, I'm taking, yeah, Man, Man City, it's impossible to pick against them simply because the the squad depth they've got for a start off um but I, i'm i'm gonna take porto because porto again th- they know this stage they know their way through this stage they almost always make it through same as city yeah so i'm going city and porto okay fair enough I, i'm saying city and, and marseille myself so okay oh, oh, so who, who who do you rate uh who, who do you rate to go down to europa yeah, I'd say Marseille on that one. Okay, uh, I'll take Porto. Cool. Okay. Group D. <laughs> Group oh D. Jesus okay. Christ! Okay, the the future champions of Europe: <laughs> Liverpool FC, Ajax of Amsterdam, Atalanta, and Midtjylland. And I'm going to be flat and say this looks a fun group to me: Ajax and Atalanta. I was delighted with that because we do not play those teams. We, you know, it's it's what I want from playing in Europe. Teams we don't play every year. It's all good fun there. It, is this a group of? Is this a another group of death? It is a particular. Now Liverpool are a bit weaker with uh, without Van Dijk and perhaps without Allison in the first few fixtures. Yeah, it, it, it's the, the that top three is a really nice. You know, you've got. Ajax who made the semi-finals uh, the year before last. Um, Atalanta, we know they're a fun team to watch. We know they've got goals in them, and we know they can concede them. Liverpool this season, again, same. We can score a shed load, but we can let in a few as well. Um, obviously, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm definitely gonna say that Liverpool are gonna make it through, and I think Mithailand are, are likely to finish bottom, but. Um, I, I would be really happy to see either of the other two go through. I am going to pick Atalanta because I like, I just 
love their attitude to the game and the way they just make football such good fun to watch. Yeah, I, I am too. Liverpool and Atalanta are my picks out of this. Ajax, they don't have all of the personnel that wowed us two seasons ago anymore. Um, no. uh, many of them have gone on to other clubs. Uh, I don't know if Ajax has been able to... I mean, they may be, still be dominant in, 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 in the Eredivisie, but I don't know if that's going to translate into Europe. So uh, Atalanta, we know what they're like. They they went deep into the uh, into the knockout rounds last season, even with um, even with uh, the 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 delay due to COVID lockdown. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I I like me some Atalanta. I think they are one of the thing. They are one of the the clubs that are making Italy so very entertaining at the moment. Absolutely, I, I think they'll go down to the last day for um, Ajax and Atalanta, but. Um, yeah, I, I just see Atlanta. Yeah, Midtjylland. Mid, mid, mid yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it, good luck because it's not. It's a horrible draw for you. Group E, Jeff. Tell us about Group E, man. Group E. I, I will not tell you about the Group E's. I will tell you about Group E. It was uh, <laughs> our Europa League champions, Sevilla, uh, Chelsea, Krasnodar, the the Russian club, and uh, and 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 Stad Rene. Hmm. Well, uh, Chelsea. I uh, again. I, I, they are what I thought they were at the start of the year. To, you know, to misquote Danny Green. Um, <laughs> they are who we thought they are. They, they have. They they are loaded up front, but absolute. You know, it, it, it's like you might as well have a tissue at the just a few tissues at the back for opponents to walk through. Because they will give up goals. They need a defence. Um, again, as we saw yesterday with that, with that Southampton game. Um, so th- it could end up being interesting. I, I think I, I would definitely say Sevilla um, to go through this time. Sadly, yeah, I can't say Sevilla are going to win the Europa this year. Sorry, guys. It's well, well, unless they drop down, <laughs> unless they I, I, have a shocking yeah. run of form and drop down to third, and then they go to win it again anyway. I, I, I think this group isn't quite. You know, I know, I know Rennes have had a good start in France. They're up in third place, unbeaten. But I, I, I see Sevilla going through. Rennes might cause Chelsea a few problems. I really, again, I really hope they do for all sorts of reasons. Um, <laughs> But uh, I'm going severe in Chelsea here. Yeah, th- those are possibly the safe picks. Uh, Stad Rene may be able to pull something off, but it's likely they're going to go down to Europa. I yeah. think so. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this is one of those obvious picks. So, uh, yeah. Group F. Group F. Okay, we have the mighty Borussia Dortmund. We have a Club Bruges. We have Lazio, and we have Zenit St. Petersburg. Zenit St. Petersburg can be real bastards in Europe, noticed. And they are the top of the league, of the Russian Premier League at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Dortmund, you always think that they're perennial contenders, but then, you know, they, you know, then they fall away in the, in the knockout stages. But we're not talking yeah. about the knockout stages right now. No. Um. Yeah, I you know it, the obvious picks would be Zenit and Dortmund. Lazio, um, they have fallen off a little bit in form. I think 
Yeah, they, um, I think they've only won one of the first four, haven't they? They are. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, yeah. Ciro Immobile is not really coming good so far this season for them. No, um, you know, and they got washed by Atlanta the other week. Yeah, they did. So, so which that tells you a lot. Yeah, um, and and Bruges, Bruges, don't rule them out because again, they're, they're top of their top table, top of the Belgian league. So. They they're on they've got form. Whether they, you know, I, I think they'll be outmatched against Dortmund. Um, and certainly I think when they're away to Zenit. But mm, if if Bruges can pick up some results at home, then this group is again this could be fun. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I am gonna pick. You know, it, it's the safer picks. So I am gonna pick pick Zenit and Dortmund though. Yeah, I I, I think it'll be Dortmund Zenit and. What the hell? I'm I'm gonna say Bruges for third place. Ooh, wow! <laughs> I can uh, you're, see you're saying you're saying the fash are just gonna drop all the way off. You can you can tell the way I'm hoping that the next month or two is gonna go, can't you? Yeah, in, well, <laughs> in, in next football, the fash are gonna drop off. <laughs> One could only hope. Group G. Uh, this is the other group of death. Oh man, I'm loving this group. We have Juventus. We have Barcelona, two teams that fabulously failed in the Champions League last season. We have uh, Dynamo Kiev, who were always tough. And then we have uh, Ferenc Varos. A grand old European name. I Indeed. believe it's a first appearance in the actual Champions League, though. Wow. That's wild if that's the case. It's, it's a lot, yeah, it's a long while they've been away. Uh John, I, I, I this is another <laughs> tough one to pick, because yeah. and not least of which because both Juve and 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 Barca are uh, kind of stumbling giants at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I think Juve have the firepower to go through. You know, it, it Ronaldo essentially runs his fitness regimes and so forth around the Champions League, so. Even if he distorts the way they play, um, simply you know because he <laughs> he he is the kid in the playground who who was the ball greedy bastard. Um, he but he scored he still scores goals even you know when he's a, a footballing pensioner basically. So right, but he's not going to be available for at least the first match of this because yeah. he's currently in in quarantine. And quarantine, yeah. So I, I can I can see Juve coming through here, but I, it, that might work in their favour. I think cause I think Juve will be able to play a better system. Um, I th- I think the really interesting game here is you know is Barcelona away to Dinamo. Um, I know Dinamo Dinamo Juve on Wednesday is good. Oh Tuesday is it? Tuesday is is an absolute fun one. But um, I really want to see that. I think it's the the they're playing each other the middle games if I remember. Dinamo and Barca is going to decide that second spot. And I, I you know, I know Messi can you know, again one of these guys at his age he can pull out any. They they have talent there, but they're a messy, horrible squad um, at the moment. I sorry. Let shall we? Let, let's have some bravery here. I'm going to say. Dinamo are going to sneak it, sneak ahead of Barca. Barca are going to be in the Europa League in January and February. Ooh, wow, that that is pretty brave. 
That's that's a big call I want to make. Uh, that that's a big call. I'm not going to be so brave. I'm I'm still say, thinking Juve oh. and Barca are going to go through. <laughs> but wow, if, if Dinamo Kiev could could top one of the other two, wow, that would be that would be absolutely something. Yeah, the the trips out to Kiev are going to this are going to really tie this group up. I think. What about the trips to Hungary though? Uh, I'd, yeah, again, you're going. It's it's a first season for Ferenc Farah. I know they've started their season well, but I, you know, I, you, you're playing Barcelona and Juve, even when they're not necessarily playing well in, in a system, when they, their personnel don't necessarily suit each other. The firepower, they, there's going to be so many chances to, for them. Um, if Ferenc Farah get a point in this group, they are doing very, very well. Mm. Well, let, let's not count them out. In, no, I'm not going to count them out. But I, I, but, especially, especially yeah. with both Juve and Barca having such shaky form at the moment. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for, for something good from Ferenc Baros, but I'm dreading what they're going to come up against. Finally, Group H. Group H. All righty. Um, some minor minnows again from Manchester Salford. Um, so you know, <laughs> falsely calling themselves Manchester United. They're not, you know, Manchester isn't United and it's not in Salford. I'm not going to any group chat. Wow, okay, did neither United nor Salford. That, 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 that's Christopher Eccleston. You're uh, you're you're insulting there, brother. I, I would never insult Christopher Eccleston because he could probably punch my lights out. We'll see. There you go. And he's a nice guy, and I've talked to him. He's a lovely fella. He did the Hillsborough documentary. He knows the score. He's all Indeed. good. So, well, docudrama, I should say. Anyway, yeah. Man United, and then PSG. You got a rematch of that very, very fun tie that got Ole the job. Um, you've got Red Bull Leipzig, and you've got Istanbul Bas. All right, Basakshir. Excuse me, it's Rasen Ballsport Leipzig. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do apologize. We we would take the sponsorship for the show if they were doing it, but you know, we've got yeah. no price. <laughs> but, <laughs> the, the Red Bull Bussing Balls podcast. Yeah, you know what? That does actually kind of have a, a ring to it. Yeah, yeah. But busting red, uh, busting bulls. Busting bulls. There you go. <laughs> It's waiting to happen. You know, it, it, you know it, it, it's funny in that we have Man United and PSG, you know, two clubs that historically have, you know, inflated wages and, 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 and politics and power. And then we have RB Leipzig, the, the club that everybody else in Germany hates because they, they want to be that club, and yet they just haven't achieved that yet. Yes, they haven't got the... Billions behind them that PSG and Man United have uh, again. Have Man United got that money with the Glazers taking so much out? <laughs> there you go. But um, <sighs> you know, Man United. That being said, Man United's form uh, is kind of shaky too at the moment. Yeah, and... I mean, we did mention earlier, but a good win yesterday, even if they have to leave it very late. Yeah. Um. You know it. <sighs> I could see Leipzig pipping either one of PSG or Man U. Mind you, Leipzig doesn't quite have all the firepower they had once either because they're now missing Timo Werner, who's off to Chelsea now. Yes. 
who's actually and scored obviously scored twice and looking very good. Um, but Leipzig are top of the Bundesliga at this early stage. Well, yes, yeah, there there is that to be said. But you know, uh, you know, Bayern and, and Dortmund nipping at their heels. Yeah, well, obviously that's always going to happen. But can can Leipzig actually? Hmm. I mean, they did make it to. They did make it deep into the uh, in, in into the knockout stage last season. Yeah, um, and, and Man United made it deep into the knockout stage of the Europa League. <laughs> and I and you know what? I think Man United will do that again this year. Wow, you're you're gonna take them to go third? Okay, I, I'm, I'm I'm on the big call this year. I'm you know what? I, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to say Leipzig and Man United go through and PSG Ooh. drop down. Oh, that that is a big call. I'm liking the way you're finishing this. I, I'm going to make that big call. I'll probably be completely wrong, but I'm making that call. So last year's finalists dropping down to the Europa League. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe they can actually win a European trophy that way, eh? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> So of, course, so of course, none of, none of these are, are are set in stone, and you know, uh, no. unlike most pundits, we do uh, you know admit when we are wrong. But um, so all the time, basically. Say what? Well, that be anyway. All the time, me yeah. anyway. <laughs> so, but yeah, that that's how kind kind of how we see. Uh, that's kind of how we see it. If you have any uh, any comments on what we've uh, just said, you know, hit us up on. Twitter at BustingBallsPod or email us BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. Uh, this has been episode 45 of the Busting Balls podcast uh, that you listen to either on our native SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash busting-balls, or on the PWOM podcast network, uh, soundcloud.com slash only. And, of course, you can now find us on Spotify. Search Busting Balls podcast. John, any final words? Well, I, I'm off to pray to all sorts of deities that ACL injuries can heal in about five minutes flat. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that one, brother. <laughs> yeah, and, and, I've got, getting, and I've got a picture of John Pickford lined up my dartboard, so, you know, I'm all good. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, we should be back in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, uh, you know, not under a you know, complete fascist regime uh, by then. Uh, we're, we're hoping uh but with that said it's uh it's good night for me and it's good night from him we'll see you in a couple of weeks good night